You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. Welcome to the Roof English Podcast. My name is Darren Adam. Thank you very much for your time. My guest today is Brynhildur Karlsdottir, who is one half of a very exciting band, Kvekinde. This is a acclaimed act because let's start here. Let's start with the award. Picked up a very significant award for your album this year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Icelandic Music Awards for um, Best Album. So mm. that's pretty... Pretty big. <laughs> no, I actually met you when you were performing with your previous band. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that was following the fate of that band, just remind us who they were. Hormonar. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we were, um, we actually won the music learner. The music experiment. You just have a whole cupboard full of awards yeah. here, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it just like, um, it was, I think, just last weekend where they had like, a new winner and we started there I'm sorry my boyfriend is coming out of right. the shower <laughs> he, is, he is dressed we should yeah. say yeah. yeah so yeah 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 so we we won the music experiment in 2016 and were like um, very active for about three years uh, and then now we're on like a break we don't know when so the new project, tell me about the band that you are now half of, mm-hmm. which has this very successful, very popular, very well-acclaimed album. Yeah. Okay, so it's me and Friedrich, my friend, who started the band. And actually now we're kind of three uh, people in, in the band. Valgeir Skorri, he's a, our drummer. And like um, uh, like this album was composed by me and Friedrich and... Valgir came right at the end and he drummed in the first song, Ungfru Island. Uh, and now, like, he's just getting more and more involved in yeah. the stuff we're doing now. Okay. And so, yeah, we, we started in 2019 uh, in, in COVID times and were, have been, like, um, started making music together. Me and Friedrich, he is uh, from a classical background. And my previous band was like a punk band. Mm. So that was like the scene I had been in. So we thought it would be very exciting to combine these forces and like see yeah. what kind of music we would make. Well, I think you can absolutely hear that combination. What we'll do is we'll play a little bit of, of the title track that you mentioned, Ungfru Island, mm-hmm. a clip of that, and that'll give us a sense of where we are with this. Through Island, which is the title track of the album, which won the award. But here's the thing, if you want to buy it and hold it in your hand, you can't. There is no physical release yet. And that's what we're talking about today, because you are 
very hopeful that it will be possible to buy this album not as a CD but on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are trying to fund it right now uh, on Carolina Fund and uh, people can go on there and we have some different like um, different prices. Yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah. You can like buy a t-shirt, buy a vinyl, buy like a signed vinyl and like all this stuff, just like so people have a variety of things they can get in order to support us. And yeah, this is the way we're doing it. Like um, we've actually put a lot of money into <laughs> this uh, band and and this project. And also, like we were, we were making this album in COVID, and we had no gigs and nothing. Yeah. So like, no money was coming in, and just like a lot going out. <laughs> so. And the thing about crowdfunding is that if someone does sign up to support the project. Yeah they only pay if it's properly funded. In other words, so there's no risk here, is there? No, exactly. And that's like a really cool thing. Yeah, yeah. And I love this. And we like, Carolina Fund, they've been very helpful. Like they really want, uh, also they want their projects to succeed because they don't get any money either, like if it doesn't get funded. So no one's really taking a risk and it's a really cool way to do things so you can buy t-shirts or signed copies of the record if and when it's made but you're also and i I guess you've got your fingers crossed that someone will buy this you can buy a performance from the band as well (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like uh, a bit expensive but we're hoping we have some rich fans (laughs) that would like want to buy us and maybe we could come like to a party and do Mm. an acoustic uh, version of like yeah. some of the songs. So, so after COVID, once live gigs were possible again, you were sort of starting from scratch as this new band, weren't you? Yeah, we were. And also like, we actually haven't performed that much because I also got pregnant. We did like three or four <laughs> gigs while I was pregnant. And then, I don't know, it was like a mix of both. I think I was just like preoccupied with other things and maybe we weren't getting signed that much because we only mm-hmm. like we hadn't really released a lot so like a lot of months passed where we didn't play at all and then the album came out in October of last year mm-hmm. and since then it's been rolling a bit but we're still like um yeah like our live performance we love we love performing and we are like, we love playing music live and Mm. like we're still working on our performance kind of. Because with it being recorded during COVID, this is a, well, not even a studio record. It's a sort of bedroom record, isn't it? One that you made at home. Does that make it more difficult to play live because your last band was obviously very much a punk band, very much in that sort of live spirit? Because this is a a record that's been made with equipment rather than recorded live, I guess. Does that make it harder to play live? Um, it's different, definitely. But we are playing a lot. Uh, we're we're trying to play more and more of it live. Yeah. Like now we have a drummer, and also he drummed on uh, one of the songs on the record. Mm. And Frederik is a really talented uh, piano player. And now for the last couple of gigs, we've had the guitar player as well. So it's becoming like a band, and the the back track or just like the track that we play is getting less um, yeah. less and less and we're playing more with 
instruments, yeah. which I really like. Like our first gig, it was just like play, <laughs> and Frederick was like playing the guitar over, and I was singing, but it was almost like just mm. karaoke. <laughs> so I mean, when COVID was happening, then you were presumably doing all of this separately from each other. You were in your own respective yeah. houses for a lot of this. Yeah, I mean, we did meet up though, yeah. like, and we have like actually a really. Um, decent studio but we didn't start out there I don't like remember the timeline at first we were just like in a room mm -hmm. with instruments like trying to and and Frederick was at home uh, in Ableton but then like I don't know probably probably like one or two years ago he mm -hmm. got a studio that he's like renting so which is really it's a good one so we actually could record rest of the album in very good conditions <laughs> well it sounds like you've had a really sort of comfortable lead-in period to all of this you were forced to because of covid yeah. but do you think that meant that you had more time and space to get it right is it something that you're really proud of obviously it's won the acclaim of the award yeah i think we're really proud of it and it took us like i am not a very patient person <laughs> and i used to be like doing punk music where it's just like you write a song and you perform it the same night like and everything would be like uh, fast but this process was very slow and yeah. it was very like um uh hard for me at times just like okay and also just with the whole music uh business kind of how it works you're always releasing what you did like what you like wrote like yeah. a year ago or two years ago and sometimes when like I just want to be on on to the next thing. So it's been like very, um, I've had to like take a deep breath a couple of times and be like, okay, this is just like the process and we're listening to the same songs over and over again. And I was getting like a bit bored with them, but then like I thought they were good again. So it's like, um, it was a mix of emotions also like releasing it. But I think the COVID times we were under no pressure we were just doing it like at our pace mm. and of course like we were doing it with no money so like we were just trying to get money together to like get someone to mix um mix the album and master mm. and and everything was like yeah everything took their time but i i think now it was exactly how it was mm. supposed to be well, let's play another clip of another track from the album. Which one would you choose? I really like the song OK. Um, and uh, This is not the, we should say, not the song that got very close to becoming Iceland's entry for the Eurovision <laughs> no, Song Contest. No, very different. <laughs> the lyrics are, um, my, my therapist says I'm OK, my sponsor says I'm OK, my... Psychiatrist says I'm okay. <laughs> My friends say I'm okay. <laughs> right. We got a sense of the theme of this one then. Okay, a clip thereof. Now, you were talking a few minutes ago about 
coming from a punk background and how that meant that you want everything to happen very quickly and you have an idea, you execute it straight away and then it's done, then on to the next thing. Your partner in this latest project, Friedrich, comes from a classical music background. Mm -hmm. Does he operate at a different speed? Does this way of doing things sort of make more sense to him, do you think? Yes, Yes. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And just as, as people also. Like, he is just way more, like, calm and collected and I just want to, like... Go, yeah. 100%. So, so is it your turn next time then? Will the next record be made in two weeks? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Freaky also, what what did he say the other day? We were talking about like the album, and he was like, "You can tell what songs were like really where Brinelter was like really. It has to happen now. Then the drums would be really like basic, <laughs> just like four to the floor or something, yeah. just like." something that yeah that had to be made right away where it's just like okay all this creative energy let's just put it out yeah Yeah. all right back then to the crowdfunder on the carolina fund which is an icelandic website that allows as we've said people to contribute to projects that they believe in and hopefully this is one that people are showing some faith in i mean the last time i checked the numbers are creeping up there so you are getting support for this how can we find it where is it it's uh, you just go to Carolina Fund and you can search either Kvikindi or Ungfriesland. Um and also on our Instagram we have a link and on our Facebook. So it should be easy to find, okay. hopefully. Yeah, well we'll stick those links on our page as well. And when will you know if you've got enough money to do this? When does this end? I think we have forty days left. So when is that gonna be like in May or, yeah, sometime in May we'll we'll know if we've reached yeah. our goal. And, and as any band will know or anyone who's trying to get vinyl pressed, it takes a long time because it's yeah. become so popular again. What's the appeal of vinyl for you? I don't know how old you are, but I think you're younger than me. And, you know, I remember vinyl fading away and then almost fading away to nothing and then coming back. And that makes it very difficult for bands to get their records pressed because there are many fewer plants to do the pressing than there were. What's the appeal for you of vinyl? So I think firstly, like, because um, when you're making music, it's not physical and you're just putting it out out in the world and you don't know if it like if anyone is going to hear it because there's so much of it yeah. or like no one um so i think just having something physical like i created this at least for me is like i think that's pretty cool i i want to be able to like hold it in my hands and be like yeah this is our like piece of art and also like um uh, playing vinyl records I think is definitely coming back because we're like we're starting to crave just something like um and also just listening to whole albums Mm. because like I think that is also coming back because we don't just want to listen to one song or like um we want like the whole story and we want like the atmosphere we want to like put ourselves into like what what were they maybe thinking or like what how how does this whole well, experience make me feel we've, we've maybe spoiled that a bit by playing a couple of clips yeah. <laughs> from from different <laughs> songs but does the record tell a story was sequencing the songs important to you yes definitely and um we we thought a lot about the order of the songs and we have a lot of songs that 
we didn't put on the record because we didn't think uh, fit it. And we, we thought a lot about it, like a site A and site B. Mm. I mean, there is a story, but I think like the main theme is just like these years kind of like growing up, you're figuring out life, you're doubting yourself, you're having different love affairs. Um, you're There's like a song about my friend who um, sadly passed away. So... It's almost like a um, um, coming-of-age story, mm, mm, kind of. Mm. A diary. Yeah, a little bit. And um, and a lot of the lyrics are very personal and are like linked to stories from my personal life. But um, they're not supposed to be just about me. Like mm-hmm. They're supposed to be also for other people to relate to and... Um, yeah, and either relate to or, like, think about these years. Like, now I'm in a totally different place. Now I have a baby and uh, I'm getting married and, like, I have a house and everything is so, like, different there. I was, like, running around and, like, meeting mm. different guys and, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very... So the next album will be very <laughs> different. Be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, different stories to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Brynhilde, thank you so much. I wish you all the best with the crowdfunder. And as I say, we'll find out fairly soon if it's been successful. But even if it's not, we hope it will be, even if it's not, this record is available to stream. I know that's not the point of what we want to achieve here. But if someone wants to listen to it now and decide if they want a vinyl copy, it's on Spotify and all the usual places, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's on every um, streaming site, basically. Great stuff. Well, listen, we might check back in at some point with hopefully a successful result here. Brynhilde Karlsdottir, thank you very much for joining me today on the Aruv English podcast, and you can find all of those links on the page that will accompany this podcast. You're listening to Aruv English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.